Hi, and welcome back to Prospectives, your weekly podcast where you get the advice of two professional real estate agents on all things real estate. I'm Jessica Renter, managing broker here at Land Realty Partners in Bowen, New Hampshire. This is my co-host. Keith Allencourt. Today we're starting with the fraud. Yeah, this was you brought this one up to me today. I thought that was um, interesting, to say the least. Yeah, so apparently in the last month of May, there were two um, major fraudulent listings that were put out on Zillow. The first one was a senior prank, which I actually think is hysterical. Um, <laughs> Surprise, the, actually, when I read it, I was surprised that that doesn't happen more often. Yeah, right? I mean, it sounds like a good senior prank. They basically listed their high school for sale on Zillow, which is pretty funny. And, you know, the response from the school board was kind of like, this one wasn't bad in comparison. You know, no property slip, was slip damaged. Cast, exactly. Yeah, like nobody got hurt, whatever. But the truth is, is that there is a lot of scamming that's yeah. going on. And um, Zillow, specifically, that they were talking about Zillow, does has a lot of supports in place to try and catch this stuff, both human screening and AI, et cetera. But it is important to be really careful. I don't know, have you experienced, I know I personally have that gotten calls where my listing, that someone has stolen the listing pictures and posted it on Craigslist as a rental. Oh, I have not had that happen to me. That's yes. interesting. Yes, and they call, at, they, the people call me and they say, hey, is this really for sale? But actually, my brother-in-law, when they went and sold their first house, someone had got scammed. They went there, this, the, the buyers of their house showed up, and there were two young, young mid-20 girls there trying to get into the house, and they were like, we paid our deposit, blah, 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 and they'd never been in the house. And this happens all the time. So those are some of the things they mentioned to really work, look out for is like if they ask you to pay fees up front, mm -hmm. you know, that real estate agents aren't ever going to get paid up front. Mm -hmm. And without a contract, you shouldn't be paying for a rental or a, a sale. So there right. should be no fees required up front. Um, obviously, if they're asking for social security or sensitive information, you probably don't want to give that. This was an example where <laughs> those girls, virtual tours only. Yeah, okay, during COVID, we did virtual tours, but don't rent or buy a house sure. that you can't get into. <laughs> sure. It's a little crazy. I like this one too, a same listing with different names. So if you go to Zillow and you see 123 Banana Street and it's listed by Joe Schmo, and then you go on to Trulia and you see 123 Banana Street, but it's listed by Susie Homemaker, but it should always be listed kind of right. by the same Something person. funky going on with one of those too. Yeah. And yeah, price is too good to be true. Yes. Usually it is, or there's something up with the house. Well, um, those are, that's what I've seen in the ones where they're stealing listings. It's always like these cute, smaller homes, ranches, two to three bedrooms in great condition. And they like want to rent them at like $1,500 a month. That's like, you can't even get a two bedroom garden style. Right, that. <laughs> sure, sure. And obviously, um, the big one here that I that stuck out to me was insisting that you don't use an agent. Obviously, yeah. you know that's never a good sign when somebody's making sure you're not using an agent because um, nobody should want to offer that up. You should you should always want to be working with an agent for sure. Or like, can I bring my dad? And they're like, no. You know, you're like, <laughs> well, you know, I'm gonna 
bring a trusted advisor. I will say there are some builders who will tell clients that they will not work with your mm -hmm. agent. I don't know that that's fraud, but I do think it's shady. Yeah. I feel like everybody has the right to be represented and for you to builders that just want to save money by going directly, it just leaves the consumer at risk to be taken advantage of, to, to be sure. honest, because you know, there's a lot that you learn in a real estate transaction, even more in a new construction where there's add-ons and builds and timeframes and your agent is there to advocate on your behalf. So when a, when a builder says, I don't work with agents, most and, and most agents have been through it. They've seen it. They know what's required or what the builder should be doing. So it's a good insight. A lot of times the builder will be talking to somebody that's been renting their whole lives or have never been through the process. They don't know what to look for. So agents are trained. We, we know what, how to, what to look for with those type of things. So um, it's just a, it's an off, it's a sketchy sign. It's just something that raises your antenna a little bit. Exactly. A hundred percent. Um, so if you have any questions about yeah. anything, if you're wondering like this could be real or not, give us a call. We can see everything that's legally listed on the MLS. We can do some digging for you. We can find out who currently owns the property. And obviously sure. don't list your kids' schools yeah. on, on Zillow or anywhere else. <laughs> they, they frown upon that. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. So moving into New Hampshire's market specifically, you know, we've talked a lot about housing affordability and what's driving these price increases is a lack of uh, <laughs> Funding inventory. And, inventory yeah. and so the New Hampshire State Senate just passed the state, state budget, goes up now to the governor, which is great. And they have really designated quite a bit of money for, for housing initiatives. Yeah, it looks like $25 million to the Affordable Housing Fund. Yeah, and part of that was creating a whole new program called the Housing Champions Fund, which is kind of interesting because I'm going to be interested to see how this plays out. So the Housing Champions Fund is designed to give municipalities, so towns, cities, the option, so they don't have to, to apply and receive the New Hampshire Housing Champion designation. To get that in exchange for that designation, the town receives preferential access to state resources, including discretionary state infrastructure funds. Infrastructure being your roads, electricity, you know, that kind of stuff. So I thought that was really interesting because it's like the town applies right. and then they get preferential treatment, but they still have to go. It's just they still have to a lot the, the funds, yeah, right? Exactly. It's like, here, somebody's getting the funds. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. Sure. Um, but it is a it's a it's a step it's money coming in um it's even though it's you know it's not a ton well i mean it's a lot of money but it's not going to make a gigantic dent but anything's going to help as far as trying to um yeah i think that's a shortage. really good point you know you look at these numbers and we didn't mention invest new hampshire is a 10 million dollars that is grants and loans for builders um, and municipalities to develop projects that have at least 20% of the units being low income or affordable housing units. Right. And they have 10 years to do that. So that's great. So to your point, 25 million and 10 million, it seems like holy moly. But the truth is that's roughly only about 1600 units. And you know, you've heard us talk about before, we have like a shortage of 40, 50,000 units. So you know, it's not going to solve the problem by itself, but at least it's a step in the right direction.